Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Foreign Football Forecast. This is your co-host, Patrick Monaghan, and I'm with my co-host, Harris, and our guest, Rui. How are you guys doing? Doing oh, very Harris. good, Patrick. Thank you. Doing very good, Patrick. We're very excited to be on a, on a call today with our friend all the way from Lisbon, Lisboa. No, <laughs> I'm a little bit up in Portugal. I'm Figueiredo da Foz. It's like okay. the middle of Portugal. Uh, I, I'm fine. <laughs> this this season for Benfica was a, a bit messy, uh, a bit weird, but here we are, new season starting. So let's go. <laughs> very Absolutely. good, very good. By the way, you have a very nice jersey and, and uh, we like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Patrick. No, I was going to say, so... You know, we're looking at the season has kind of just concluded and and everything. And I guess uh first thing I was kind of wanted to, to really maybe chat is, what did you think about it all? How, how did you think the season went? And how are, how are Benfica fans kind of evaluating everything? Uh, it was a, a, a bit messy season, but starting with the, st the beginning of the... The season it was very good. We had our our former manager Bruno Lage was very good. He started in January. We we were seven points behind Porto, and we got a fantastic season. And we all we were all excited to start the season with him. He was a very very cool guy, uh, speaking very good with the press. He, he was our guy because he had a, a lot of years uh, in academy in Seychelles. And when he, he get, got up, we all get excited because he put our team playing very nice, very offensive style. We got a, a game, we, we won 10-0. So uh, it was a, a good start. And in the, the beginning of the season, we, we won... Uh, our arrival, Sporting, 5-0 five, five in the Super Cup. And we, we got all, uh, our expectations high. And we start very fine uh, the, the season, winning all games, um, uh, unless one game against Porto, our biggest rivals right now. A uh, very poor game with no, no, no kicks on goal, shots on goal. And we got our eyes open to to that uh, uh, because Champions League two we, we got no good results against bigger bigger teams, so it it was hard. We we were winning games against weak weak teams, and it's a bit shame not not winning uh, big games uh, unless Sporting, but here in Portugal Sporting is. <laughs> A little bit down. Um, so then we we got the, the this pandemic stuff. Uh, we were uh, on the on the we were uh, our performing was going down, and we all get mad. Uh, we would draw like three games in a row with uh, with a loss in the Europa League, and it it was like a, a roller coaster. Uh, before the pandemic, and then after the pandemic, it was very bad. Uh, 
we 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 don't know what to say. It was very bad because we think our players uh, made on purpose to to get our our coach fired, and we can accept that in Benfica. Uh, we cannot lose games with rivals with Porto on purpose. We can. It's it's very bad. We and we lost our last game against Sports again. Plus one on the on the field with uh, two three shots on on goal. It was very bad. I, I got very very angry. I was on holidays. I get very angry. My my girlfriend was sleeping. I woke her up. I I got my t-shirt off. My my scarf off, and I was like crying <laughs> sit on the on the floor it was very bad very shameful and but but you really think the the players lost the game uh, intentionally though i mean for me the, the there's a lot of things that happened during the covid situation a lot of players were at home there were a lot of confusion confusion in the world overall with this pandemic right so Maybe if they didn't have the right steps, uh, mindset, you know, approaching the game. So, you know, what, what make you think it was their fault, right? Because as a, as a player, you always want to win the league regardless. And Benfica was, already was on top. I think Benfica and Porto had maybe two point differences be, be, before that, not a lot. And they came back <laughs> and they lost. So how would you explain that? We, we we talk we have uh, very uh, different ideas but uh, the most uh, talk, uh, talked idea here is when when in the in winter break when we got the winter transfers we yes. we got uh, we purchased the Julian Weigel from Dortmund a big player uh, we thought we we talked about um, we we got a, a lot of midfielder players and then another one come to the to the club and he is like a, a bigger star than the actual players and we we talked that uh, some key players of our squad uh, since the, the beginning also players like Bizi Andre Almeida Rafa that uh, control the the locker room, you know the expression. Uh, yeah. The bigger players in the the squad, they all got mad because of uh, the salary that uh, Julian Weigel is is getting. And since he started playing, uh, our team performance got very 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 poor. And some some guys uh, say that uh, Julian Weigel is, is not player for Benfica and that stuff. He is our best player. He's very good, and I I think the players try to to kick him out. You know, to to Weigel have bad performance and then sell it like Raul uh, Tomás. And when they try to again to play good and have um, a good performance as a team they they couldn't do it anymore because the all the morale was poor uh so you know 
we have an expression here that I can translate, but it was a bit um, suspicious, you know, uh, yeah. around all the players. We got players that w weren't so good uh, psychology, um, yes. like Seferovic was our best striker last year, and this year he's he scored a goal and shot the the fans and things like that that show us that they are not with us. We are there to support them, and when they are that way with us, we we can't do anymore. So my my answer is I think they made on purpose. Uh, because here in Benfica, we have a good structure uh, struct behind them. We have a lot of people that uh, work to to give the players all the good stuff to they just think on playing and having good results. Benfica is uh, fantastic in in that way. And I don't know, they... In, in the starting after the pandemic, the, the games after, we, we had all to, to pass Porto and play good and they didn't play well. They, they were just there. Yeah, yeah. One question though that I have about this whole situation is, this has kind of occurred recently where there was issues with the fans attacking players in sporting and then you know just in general was the reason that there was issues with Julian just because of the salary or was it did they feel that he was trying to go and take their place because you know Benfica's traditionally been a seller's club so I would think that from the fans perspective and the team's perspective they would see it as we're acquiring a top-notch player and we're taking things seriously and trying to send, you know, maybe perform better in Champions League. So what was, what was the perspective from the fans? Were, were they just mad or... Because this, this whole situation just makes no sense to me, that the players would be upset about acquiring a top-notch player. Uh, you're right. Um, uh... <laughs> Me and other the other fans, we got excited with with the arrival of Julian Weigel. He's a, a top player that is supposed to to bring us the the best game uh, to the Champions League. Because in the last two three years, we we had really poor performance because our president want to to put the younger younger kids playing to they grow, but not grow uh, uh, sporting uh, in, in, the, in the field, uh, growing as a, a player. He only wants to sell them. He, he sell us the idea that we are uh, playing more uh, youth, uh, but his idea is only selling uh, our players. And we, with, that, with that mentality, we, we can't go far on Champions League. We can't because they don't have experience, we don't win games, and we don't have the fame that we, we had before. Uh, so this is like a roller coaster. And we got kicked out of Champions League. We were on the Europa League. And when 
Julian Weigel arrived, we we were within the 16th uh, knockout of the Europa League, and uh, we were not playing that good. And I think the players, uh, it's not like um, coming, Weigel coming, and taking out the the place of the of that. Uh, players that I, I mentioned before because they are from another positions in the field. Uh, I think it's the the close mentality of the players that uh, it's a bit hard to explain. Uh, they think themselves as the, the top players of Benfica and they are the best and they give us the best game. So, but they are not really the the best guys they they only play when when they think they they want to play you know it's it's, a, it, it's for me and for my perspective it's a, a poor mentality of our players and a lot of uh, of the supporters saying that this year we we have to kick off of the the squad because they don't deserve to play in Bifiga. They, they don't honor our our symbol they don't honor the shirt they are just just uh, getting richer the, we were the only the only team in portugal that the players received all the salary even porto uh, had to 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 ask for uh, financial help to a german bank yes they the porto had, didn't have the money to play the to pay the players, and we kept uh, the salary all to the players. We didn't didn't cut anything, and we were the the poorest uh, the poorest squad in the in the returning of the league. So you're talking about uh, mostly during COVID, right? So, but you guys had some financial stability and able to pay the players at a hundred percent. During COVID, okay. because wow, in, in January we 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 had um, you know when the the president uh, show us the the finance of the year, yes. and he said we had the the best year ever in the history of the club with most um, uh, I don't know revenue. The we were richer. It was the time we were richer in the history of the club. Because we saw we sold uh, Jean Felix. Joao Felix, I was about to say that that helps a lot. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> transition. <laughs> but but we, we we suffered we suffered a lot with the uh, with the uh, departure of uh, Jean Felix. Yeah, no, I'm sure. And 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 before that uh, of Raul Jimenez too, right? So, but but what's your expectation for Benfica as a fan? Do you really think? Because the fan had different expectations than the owner, based on what you just said. The fan won Benfica to keep winning, to become a, to come, to become or, or to being again a top club in Europe, right? Just like the time of Ezebio, or even early 2000 with Nuno Gomez and Simao, you know. So I think you guys trying to be back at that level, but I don't think the new president, the owner, has the same ambition. You still want to have grow new players and sell them, you know, like he did with Joao Felix uh, and also with uh, Raul Jimenez. What, what do you think? Uh, right now, it's, it's, uh, um, 
our main topic we were we were all uh, dis discussing the, the debating uh, yes. in October we have uh, elections and we I think we are all uh, against our current it's not owner it's our president because the the supporter have 51% of the of the of the club okay. and mm -hmm. and um, uh, our current president it's uh, um, he's a bit um, it's not confused but the the message he he passed to us is very confusing because he says in the next five ten years we have to win the Champions League right and you and you say as a supporter okay that's that's a, a good objective and let's try to fight it and and we are on, on the stands supporting the team but then he sell all our main players I I know we are um, a, a selling club and and that's very true and I, I know but uh, we, we have to keep some players uh, and in the world if if you go see any club in the world you don't find any any club that only survives uh, bringing new players uh, young players from your formation formation team uh, there is no no club in the world that with only youth can win the the, the Champions League we can we can talk about Ajax and Barcelona but we don't even it's it's very difficult because if if you talk about Barcelona you have Xavi in, in that time we you had Xavi Iniesta Messi Busquets Piquet Puyol it was all good players and, and, and you see now how Barcelona is is going they are not going anywhere and Ajax they got um, semi-final in the Champions League they sold Ziyech De Jong and where where uh, are them we we are not better we are not better we 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 just got four points in Champions League but they are not better than us they sold all the players and their team is just like like mine you know are, are you sure i mean you're not able to Sheesh. beat leipzig in the champions league but leipzig has a lot of young players as well uh, 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 yes but leipzig has um had they, they have red bull they have, in the background they red have bull's that, financing it. that mentality you know that mentality <laughs> that we don't have we have a we, lot we, of of supporters but we don't have a lot of this it's, it's funny you said that because uh i mean we had this debate on a lot of our podcasts now you know what's the new viable or economical model for a team to be a top contestant in his in his own league and also in the european leagues right and we think it's a mixed strategy we've been from based on what we've been the debate we've been having on the podcast you know the number one the team need to still form young players like joao felix you know that came like who are very good you still need to produce a lot of talent and the best one will definitely play but what we realize is 
they still need a lot of investment into a lot of the teams, right? You got to buy players, you got to acquire the best players. So, so that the team can compete at a higher level because now in football, there's so much investment in football that if you're not able to jump on that train, it's much more difficult to start with the young guys, you know, the, and that has to be a golden generation of young guys yes. who can really play and take you to the top. But after that year, most of them usually go because they want to play somewhere else. Yes. The team are not able to pay them their salary. And the, the best example that I have, it's in, in the United States, you have like American football and basketball. Yes. Every year you, you have a draft where you pick the youngest guys and the best guys and, you know, but the teams, they get one, two, three players. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's more, but you have your core team, Mike, yep. uh, Lakers, they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and then they got two, three, three young players. They put yep. them in the team with the, the older, the, uh, the other, the other guys that teach them the, the, the values of the club and how to play better, to do better. In football, it's the same. You, you have to have a core team that it's the core, you know, and the other players, they, they go around and then they, they, they can start beginning starting the, the core. And, and we have to do that. We can sell every, every good player that plays six months good in the, in the club and they, they, they are sell. Uh, this, this isn't good for, for, for the team. One, so one question I have is this, though. If you have players like recently Nelson Semedo, Ruben you know, Sanchez, like uh, Renato Sanchez, I'm sorry. If you have these types of players... Number one, do they want to stay with the club? And number two, how do you retain some of your talent? Not saying you have to keep everyone, but how do you at least keep some of the players so you can have a veteran leadership? Obviously, with Joao, you had to sell him. That money was too much. But some of the others, how do you keep them and then build a team that's able to compete in Champions League while still winning the league? Uh It's very easy to 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 uh, respond. Uh, um, how do I put all the stuff together? The first one, winning the Portuguese league, it's our main objective, but it's a very easy objective to 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 achieve because our league is very poor, and but it's very. Um, uh, I know you know the. All the stuff around the, the league and the referees and this stuff and uh, it's very bad. But winning the Portuguese league is so easy, so easy, you know. <laughs> is it that really easy? I mean, you have to beat Porto. I have to admit that's the only opponent you have. So sometimes Sporting Lisbon, sometimes Sporting Lisbon. Yes, right? so but the, that's true. Porto. You you only have to be uh, constant in the league if you want. One, the other teams, the other teams, unless Sporting and Porto, you have like 80, 85% of, of, uh, of chance to winning the league. And then if you, if you got, if in a few beat Porto, then home, uh, you can lost away. I, I, I don't like that, but uh, we, can, we can lost away with Porto. 
we still got that that chance of of winning the league. It's that poor league. If 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 you if you if you go seeing England, they uh, Liverpool now it's not a bad a best a best example. But uh, like Manchester City got like five, six, ten defeats and still second and playing very good football. The, you have teams like Chelsea, Arsenal, uh, Wolves that can win Liverpool. That can win the the top uh, the top teams here in Portugal. That's not uh, that's not uh, uh, how do you say normal to yeah to, to so, that to happen mm-hmm, to happen. So the um, the best way of of retaining our our formation kids it's uh, with a bet se- best uh, be- better salary and. We we have our I have to say uh, behind all the the playing stuff our structural our club structural behind all the the playing is very it's very good we have all all kind of support to the players they they only have to just to think how they will play it's that easier and um, the best way of retaining our kids it's going far in the champions league and we have some 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 way to 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 go better in the in champions league but if you if you have a a, a good uh, a good job in champions league if you go far the the kids see ah okay i, I want to play in my home club and, and be famous and and Win, uh, win stuff, and then we we can sell. We we, we can sell one or, or or two guys, but they they it's like um, self motivation. And uh, I, I I give my example. I if I was a player, if and if I was not forced to go out and and being the the better player in Benfica, I I will never go out, never. Because I'm Portuguese, I know the language, it's my club, I'm the best player, so what can I ask more? <laughs> Big fish in a small that's pond. You. Yes, that, like, like Eusebio. Like Eusebio. The, he, he was the best player in the world with good teammates. He never left. He, he had time. everything. But at that time, you have to remember, Benfica was already a top team. European League at a time, you know, and then their story went start going down. Like right now, if I'm a, play, a young player coming, and even if I'm from Benfica, like you know, I'm from there. I love the team I'm playing. I really have to be. There's not a lot of player like Francesco Totti anymore. Like who stays in their team, who struggle, who fight. Number one thing that penalize you, uh, La Liga's uh, Primeras is not the top league, you know, in the in Europe. Right, we're like number six. Maybe right? you six, seven. You compete against the Netherlands, right? Exactly, six or seven. So that's one thing. Second thing, Benfica does not have the glory of the past, right? You're not winning every time. And third, that really plays against you, the power of attraction of the other league. Every kid wants to play in the Premier League one time. Like look, look at uh, Ruben Neves, right? Going to Wolverhampton in second league, Rui Patricio. Like, 
You know, you know of the story of Rupatrice, right? Why he he left Sporting? Uh, yeah, because the, the fans attack the them. Scandals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what's gonna happen. You guys attack your players too, like. <laughs> Uh, that, that, that's a, a, an incident that I want to to speak, and uh, I'm all against that stuff. You know, I I have I have to say that it was a, a group of three, four, like ten guys that were all mad with the draw, and and it was a. A plus situation, like we say here, it was a situation that began in January, and and we we got all mad because Porto lost, and we draw home with Tondela. What the what the hell? <laughs> and they got mad, and and they attacked. Uh, we do, we still today we don't know if if was uh, our club supporters or sporting supporters, but. Uh, it 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 doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Attacking players, it's very bad for our club, our players, our our image uh, outside of Portugal. You know, yeah. Julian Weigel was all, all, all scared, and we we with reason. You know, he got attacked, uh, bomb attack in Dortmund, and then yeah. He, yeah. he he goes here to Portugal, the secure country, and he talk all good about Portugal, and then he got attacked with the the rock in the in the the bus. It's yeah. all bad to us. To us, it's a very yeah. poor image uh, outside Portugal. Yeah, I agree. I like that you say that, you know, it's tough when, because players have a lot of pressure, regardless of what we said, you know, they're paying a lot of money, that's true. But in my, in my case, I like to defend them. Sometimes they work hard for those money. Those guys, they've been training for five years old, just playing football, 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 all the sacrifice, sacrifices that they did, you know, and they play for the fans and they love it. Sometimes some have bad mindset that's true but you know we all do right but attacking anyone right just violence unnecessary violence is just it's not good and it affects players and and i saw the i saw when he you know he almost lost his eyes i think that was uh, it was Zivkovic. Right? Ziv no oh, okay Zivkovic, yeah i saw the i saw the video when we talked i was like oh my god like this is just after covid like, like what's going on you know i mean it was it was very shameful for us. I, I in that day, I uh, I didn't sleep well because I, I was thinking, oh my god, we just got uh, Julian Weigel and he only say good things about us. What what the other other countries and other fans of Julian Weigel will think about us? Oh, yeah, it's that simple. Yeah, we are not violent. We're not violent people. We have no. the most secure pl uh, country in the world, and we we go, we have this stuff that you know. And it's not and it's not Portuguese culture because it's. I think of you guys as always being such prideful people, and it's like to see something like that. I just want. I just hope that people knew that this was a one-off type of occurrence. I mean, yeah, I know it happened last year with sporting, but I don't. I don't think of that as. As Portuguese related. ultras, yeah, I don't think of that as related. So, 
I don't know what the effect was. I mean, I know Harris saw the video. I know I saw, but it was disturbing, but it wasn't something that I considered to be typical of, of Portuguese football. And it was embarrassing and it was wrong, but it's not typical, you know? So it, it's, it was just a tough situation, especially for you guys being a supporter. You're expecting great things. You know, maybe, maybe getting Julian Bible, you guys are thinking, hey, maybe this is the first step going to start spending money or something bigger, you know, getting something big. And there's, there's hope, there's expectations. And then something like this, it's just, it's an obstacle you have to overcome. And it's also, you know, one thing I'm wondering is, is how you guys even react to it as a, did you have fan groups and everybody was saying, Hey, this was wrong. You know, cause I'm sure it had a lot of media attention in Portugal. I'm sure people were talking about it and it was an issue. It, it was a bit messy in the, in that time. Uh, we here we we our groups. Um, our it's like no face, no name. Our group is no name boys. We have no name, no face, and it it was it was said in that time that was a, a extreme party of the group that uh, attacked the the bus and then in that day we we got uh, we had um, some players houses that were graffitied you know uh, like uh, busy go out uh, rafa go out bruno Lage, go out you son of uh, some bad stuff and that was very bad for the morale of our togetherness as a, a one group we 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 don't like to separate ourselves to one group or ultras group and then we we are like a family we were one together you know we represent ourselves uh, like we talk we we are like brothers all Yeah, some old guy, some young kid, we all the same, one family. And we all in the social media um, and speaking with, with each other, we, we, all, well, uh, we all were uh, very uh, disgusted with the, the acts. We don't, we don't like that here. And the image that I spoke, it's not very, very good that the image that go out of us. We, we, we like to, to have a good image outside because we are good guys. And, you know, we are good guys that don't like to be pushed. And, uh, you know, I don't, say, don't know the word, uh, but, um, you know, if you, if you go a, a fight with us, we were not saying, ah, no. No, we're not that that kind of guys, but uh, we are pacific uh, pacific guys. If you if you come nicely to us, we we are very nice to to you, and uh, and we offer you food and drinks. So well, uh, drink a beer with us. <laughs> yeah, we are that yeah, kind man. of people. Good good guys. No, that's great, and I'm sure that will remain. Uh, for the fans and 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 the players and everyone to know that that's what. Portugal is all about, Benfica is all about, and those are just <clears throat> outliers accidents that happen. So, uh, Rui, you know, you told us the election is coming in October. 
So what are your expectations for Benfica in the future? You know, at least what do you think? What are you hoping and what do you think can really happen? Uh, what, what I hope very, 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 very much is that our current president got kicked out. We, we can't stand him anymore. He, he doesn't have a you don't like clear... anymore? Not anymore. I, I, <laughs> I, I was not like a big supporter of him. I was just uh, uh, calling with him, supporting him as a president, as, as long as he, he does, a, does a, a good job, you know? And currently, he, he doesn't have a project. And the, the bigger example that I can have to you is in 2014-15, when uh, George Zeus was, was fired. And we got all that mess. We got him uh, on the a law, a law. Um, you know, uh, we put him on. Um, I don't say the word in English. Tribunal. Oh, trivial. Yes, trial. It, trial. Um, a trial on trial. You oh, know, okay. Uh, of uh, being he uh, putting the guilt on George Zuz and making him pay us uh, fifteen million euros. And uh, I don't know how that got up, but in that time, uh, Vieira said, uh, Jesus has not the ideal for the club. He doesn't have a project and he's out. Because he, we, we won all that year. He was on, on high and, and saying, no, 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 no. I, 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 know, I know football. Uh, I, I say who plays and I sell who I want. And my, we have um, a word here, our structure. Um, uh, it's like, it's the structural uh, uh, staff behind the, the coach. It's all the, all, all the stuff uh, of football that is behind our coach like uh, spotting players, um, managing, uh, financing, you know, like Rui Costa is, is part of our structural, you know, st stuff, our structural stuff behind. Really? Rui Costa is part of the structural staff? Yes, but That's he right. now, he is, he now don't, don't have the, the, the role that he is, is supposed to have. Is uh, I, I don't know. It's sad. It's the the financial president, but he doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. He, he should be. He, he should be our uh, sporting director. You know. I agree. I agree. Uh, like like was in 2010 when he bring us Saviola, Blaimar, that that, that good guys. You know. <laughs> And then, and then he 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 and was. And Maria too, right? Di Maria was there too. Yes, right? yes, Di Maria, and David Luiz, Javi yeah, Garcia. David. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. A, a a good a good a good squad, and uh, and we got all um, poor and poor on mentality, and uh, the president, it's. Uh, I don't, I don't like to use this word, but more and more is a, a dictator. You know, he is more mm. and more a dictator. We, we hear we have some houses around the country that are from Benfica, and now that houses have votes to the elections. 
you know, I, I it being one example. I can be the the owner, or it's not the owner. I just uh, uh, managing Ash. the house, uh, like uh, Porto Porto House of Benfica, and uh, I'm there uh, managing that. And as a, a president of that house, I I have a I have a vote because uh, I'm linked with the, with the club. And then the the house, like the structural house, has fifty votes. It's you know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. How, how we have that's uh, crazy. We we have a, a TV uh, channel. BTV, Mifika TV, that it's linked with the club, was formed with the club, and uh, Vieri is so scared that he declared that Benfica TV will not show any information of the elections, any information. He he he, he doesn't accept debate, you know, debates when the uh, debates. Uh, you know, what do you think of a president like that, that doesn't have a project, that it's uh, a dictatorship? We we want to get him out and 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 bring a, a, a new one that's a Benfica supporter because Vieira in the past was very friendly with Pinta Costa, Porto president, and that say all, says all. I agree. And, you know, you're looking at these issues and so the club's trying to balance everything, right? The club's still trying to compete. They're still trying to, they're still trying to compete in both Champions League and Primera Liga and, and all this. And I mean, obviously it's a distraction, but what do you guys do? I mean, what do you, what do, you do, I guess, going forward and how important is this decision going to be for the club's Champions League future? both next year and going forward, knowing that the league basically is already kind of guaranteed more or less between you and Porto. What's, how is this going to affect it? And what do you expect is going to happen going forward with the Champions League, that is? Uh, I think uh, till October, we have to support our team, you know? Uh, we, and I think our manager, George Zuz, We'll have a strong word on on the players to focus only on the game, and I think till October we can manage all this, all the results and all the stuff around the elections. Uh, I think till October is it's like um, just waiting, just trying to keep all together and. Uh, the I hope the arrival of a new president. I have one in my mind, but uh, I, I I don't like to to say names because every everyone has the um, everyone has to to think by themselves to to elect the the president they want. But I'm hoping that the next president can bring our glory back, uh, bring our our best performance home in Portugal and away in the Champions League or Europa League if we got down. But 
we have to start having good results. We have to, if we don't have the, the best result, like losing games, we have to uh, pass a good image of good football. I think it's the, the beginning of the, the new transformation. And I didn't like the, the coming of George Zouche, but uh, it's the um, it's that kind of guy we 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 need to be tough on on the players and forcing them to all the time playing good to to bring us bring the the best game you know like uh, the the example of Leeds of Marcel Bielsa that it's all the time on the players for forcing them to to press high and play good and score more goals and we have we are a team that is offensive we have to have the a good game a good mentality and pass a good image and then when we have our stability our players we have to to have better marks in Europe with better better players better marks and now our president just just invest when it's election years uh we had a, an year we, we it's the penta year the fifth uh, fifth championship and he invested 10 millions and now it's election year you know how much he spent 20 on Julian Weigel, 20 on Padrinho, 20 on Everton, Svulinha, and, and bringing Cavani, we, we don't know, but I'm hoping that he comes to, to our club. You know how much, how much money were, we, were, we are spending now? Just to be elected. And, 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 and selecting George Jesus was a, a, double, a double action, because in that time, uh, we we didn't have a, a, a new I, I don't know but it's a new guy proposing to the, the presidency uh, we that time we only had three guys uh, and the main rival that time he is a uh, anti anti George Zouche so he bring him he, him to the club it's a double action to Rui Gomes da Silva not being elected, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I think those are very good points. So, Rui... I don't, to, I don't, to, I don't, I don't know if uh, it, it, the question was correct uh, answered to Patrick. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm more so just wondering, obviously with all the players that have been purchased, is that trying to set you up just for, to get reelected, or will these will these acquisitions not help you in the Champions League? Because, frankly, Porto has performed quite well recently in the Champions League, and you have the ability, but I'm just wondering what the expectation is. For you personally, do you think quarterfinals, you know, you know something like that? Or what's, what's your expectation, realistically? Uh, realistic. <laughs> every, every year when we start the season, it's like I want won the Champions League, won the, the Liga, but I know it's very hard and the gap between the bigger, bigger clubs in Europe, it's higher to us. Uh, right now, with our last result in the Champions League, uh, I think uh, going past the knockout stage, it's a good mark. 
seeing how the club is, how poor in result is, uh, I think uh, our best realistic uh, objective in the Champions League has to be passing knockout stage. First or second, but we have to pass. We, 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 and with the, the, the budget spent on this uh, summer, uh, summer market, we have to, to pass it. And then in the knockout stage, um, we have to do our best. We, we can play with uh, a squad like Zenit or, I don't know, Bexictus. They are nothing compared to us. And, and, and not, I'm not saying bad to that clubs. Uh, I respect them. But um, with our past, we, we have to beat that teams. We have to beat them. And best a, a good image in Europe. I think it's the best object this year. We have to, to have attractive kind of football and impress the, the, Europe, the, the Europe of football. I think it's the best realistic object we, we have right now for me. No, it's good. It makes sense. We're hoping uh, all the best for, for Benfica to come back to your past glories. But to finish, Rui, uh, I wanted to get, you know, for the next two minutes, what's your opinion on the Champions League being played in Champions League quarterfinals being played in, 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 in Portugal, right? And especially, I think there's a, the, the first game is Atalanta against Paris Saint-Germain at El Stadio de la Luz, you know, the, the stadium of Benfica. What do you think that's doing for Portugal overall as giving you more, maybe more uh, audiences to watch the leagues, even if no Portugal teams is still remaining, you know, but what do you think does that do to you? And do you think that will help in the long term you know, promote even more the La Primera Liga in the world? I, I think, uh, and, uh, and this is uh, an it's any side thinking, I think uh, in all the world, uh, you guys think of us as, as a, a, good, uh, a good country uh, in hospitality, and we have a good image organizing stuff like we had in 2014, the final, uh, Real Madrid against Atletico Madrid, and we all we all get get uh, good uh, good vibes from from the the players and uh, and the supporters. Uh, but just like I said before, we we are a country a country of uh, of friends of the foreigners, you know. Uh, and I think the Champions League being in Portugal, it's it's a very very good very good promoting us as a country, as a country. Uh, our league, uh, I don't think uh, it's going to be promoted and it's so weak that, uh, I don't know, uh, no one that sees uh, Arsenal, Chelsea uh, every weekend is going to to want to see uh, like a Tondela Portimonense game here in Portugal. It's not realistic. But as a country, and 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 in this time we 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 can't have uh, supporters on the stadium. But the image that we we will try to to pass to you is we are a secure country and trying to have more people to come here 
and seeing now oh, this is this is good this is a good country we have good stadiums not so good teams but good stadiums and we we will we will try to 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 give to you the best image of us i i actually agree i was actually just over there in uh in october i went and my friend i was in lisbon actually mate and you guys treated me you guys treated us really well and it was it was excellent and actually you mentioned drinking beer we were actually drinking beer i was with my friend and they, he was like as soon as i got off he was like come we'll drink a coffee some food and then later let's drink some beers so uh, i can see on your eyes and your smile <laughs> <laughs> it was we have good, good beer time. good beer good coffee good food not so good football, but <laughs> good stadiums. <laughs> yeah, the beach. The beach is nice too. You know, uh, the beach, the beach a nice. little bit cold, the water, but you know. <laughs> oh man, I, I am. I am. I live in Arizona now, so uh, every time I go to California, I can tell you the Pacific Ocean is very cold as well. So <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, no, I think on, we're we're not all, all. It's not only here, <laughs> okay? No, not only here. Yeah, you come to the West Coast, go to the beach in California. It is cold, but it, but it's nice. I like it. I don't mind it. Yeah, but Rui, thank you very very much. Uh, obrigado, like you guys say. Obrigado. You know, thank uh, thank you for jumping on the podcast with us to talk about Benfica. You know the leagues uh, and and also your expectation for for the future of Benfica. You know I hope for me that Benfica come back to their glory in the past. I remember the time of Luizão, uh, you know Saviola, as you said, but especially Sao Simao, you know Simao. Oscar Cardoso, you know all Oof. those guys. Man. Like I I was a big fan, man. Like when Gimaya was playing there too, so I used to watch. Uh, I used to watch the, the Primera Liga a, a little bit, so it's good. So hopefully you won't lose against Toledo. Uh, no, you won't draw against uh, Toledo or lose against Maritimo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we have two uh, fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I, I hope we, we, we can improve our image outside and then we get more people from united states from from england spain to to here to see our games and and watching on tv good games benfica winning important sporting <laughs> I, yeah. I just want to to pass the good image to to you all of good football it's the the most uh, important thing right now uh, agreed. Especially during this time. Patrick, a word of uh, a concluding word from, from you? I would like to thank both of you guys for joining us on another episode. Thank you, Rui, for explaining a little bit more. Thank you for just chatting, being able to joke around, chat about, you know, Portuguese football and Benfica, an extraordinary club, and just giving us a little bit of insight about something we don't usually get to chat. and. It was an absolute pleasure. We really appreciate having you on, and we thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime we can uh, repeat. Especially, especially, especially when for uh, Benfica start winning again, and then you have a, 
the new president, maybe? You know, yes, so, I hope. <laughs> yeah. ah. so we'll, we'll do it again and, uh, and see how far you've gone and see if uh, Benfica is playing to your expectation now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah viva, viva Portugal, right? Viva Portugal. Uh, promise you, both of you, that we, both of you will see a game of Benfica, Champions League, or our first game. Just promise me. I think this I'm, year will be the year. I hope so. We will. I'm trying to go next year, actually. We'll see. We'll see. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, reach me. We can, we can try to meet if you, if you come here. And don't sell your T-shirt. It's your big asset. <laughs> I got to keep it. This is too rare. Keep it. It's too rare. This too is rare. collection. Uh, you only can <laughs> update that shirt. You only can update. <laughs> Not only sell. I need to get 10 more. That's what it's okay. got my collection. You got to get a 20, 2020, 2021 jersey, you know. Uh, th yeah, this I year's shirt, I, 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 don't, I don't like it. It's a bit... Uh, Messy and all, we think it's all, uh, with Olive, you know, all the, the symbol, we don't yeah, yeah. like oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's odd, yeah. Uh, this year, I, I don't like it. I'm keeping this, this shirt of last year, <laughs> yeah, next year. And, and, and see if uh, it pushed the team up. <laughs> nice, it will, it will. Absolutely. Our fans, well, to our fans for football podcast fans, thanks for listening to us uh, on this episode with Benfica. We have our friend Rui, uh, a big fan of Benfica, who's joined us all the way from Portugal. So we thank you. We hope you enjoy your podcast. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Yep. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, mate. Ah, oh, phew, man, dude. My, I was about to tell you guys, I was like, my phone's about to 